Hello, my name is Melanie Clark, and this is the podcast where I give my shiny two cents about life, love, and all of the above. You are now tuned in to Vodka Melonade. Let me pour you a glass. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vodka Melanade. I am so happy you are here. We are officially in December. December. This year completely flew by. I don't have to tell you guys that. I'm sure we're all feeling it. Um, I am so happy to finally be in winter, my favorite season of the entire year. So from now through February, I will be a very, very happy camper. We are officially in Christmas season though I know some people put up their Christmas stuff way like before even Thanksgiving power to you guys I wish I had the space for a tree it would be up as we speak (laughs) trust me um but you know Mariah Carey has thawed it is her time to shine it's the most wonderful time of the year and I'm very excited about that sad to see the year go um, you know, I started the year off with COVID. <laughs> so that sucked. But otherwise, I've had a pretty good year so far. We still have got to have the month to go. But I don't foresee anything too wild happening. Um, so you know, I'm just doing like a little mini mental recap of everything that's gone on for me. Um, but you know, I started this podcast this year. So that's an accomplishment I will exit this year very very proud of it's something I've been wanting to do and here we are episode 23 if you've been listening since I debuted back in I believe it was June now man thank you so much I hope you've been enjoying it but if you've watched or rather listened to all 23 so far 22 and two minutes actually <laughs> then you must like it so I'm, I'm happy about that and I hope to just grow and you know get more of an audience and maybe eventually start some collaborations having a few guests on here and there I think that may be my next step but stay tuned for all that um Actually, I was listening to uh, my friend Kirby's podcast. Um, go check it out. I've mentioned it before, but his podcast is on all platforms where you can, you know, stream your podcast. It is called the So I Heard podcast. Um, I was taking a listen to his most recent um, episode, and he was just kind of talking about the uh, holiday movies that he likes to watch this time of year and um, it got me thinking about what I like to watch Uh, one thing I do like to watch is the nightmare before Christmas now I think it is both a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie and I like to watch it in during both seasons but it's it's it has a, a dual quality to it so I do like to watch that I one million percent every year rewatch the holiday it is the cutest sweetest just adorable rom-com it is starring Cameron Diaz Jack Black um what's that guy's name Jude Law and uh my darling Kate Winslet and it is just 
it's just so whimsical and fun and funny and witty and it's just a feel-good comedy and you wouldn't think of Jack Black when you think of like a rom-com but he fits in really really well and I remember him doing an interview saying when he got you know the script and you know everything and he was in talks to do it he was just saying how different it was for him and it is he's still kind of silly kind of goofy you know but it's not off the wall like he usually is and he's pretty charming you know and it's believable and it's just like a softer side to him so that's really really nice Jude Law mega hottie he is just whoo He's so fine, and this movie is no exception. Um, you know, Cameron Diaz is always pleasant. Kate Winslet is always brilliant in anything she's in. If you haven't seen it, it's just the premise is Kate Winslet. She's, you know, her normal British self in this. She's not dropping her accent this time. She lives in London. Uh, Cameron Diaz lives in L.A. Both their lives, respectively, kind of take a turn for the worse as far as like their love life and personal stuff is concerned. And they go online and they decide like, you know, I just need to get away. So they go to this site that allows you to do a house swap. Um, it's kind of like Airbnb before Airbnb, except you're like switching with each other rather than just finding a listing. So they switch with each other and just kind of, you know, really cute calamity <laughs> ensues. And it's just super duper cute. So um, I, again, I'm, I'm recommending yet another thing to you guys if you haven't seen it I would definitely give it a shout um give it a try what am I talking about I would definitely give it a try um I definitely appreciate it it's just a feel-good movie and it's the soundtrack is really really nice I literally have the soundtrack on my uh in my library because it's just so fun and just so nice so yeah go ahead and give that a try um I know you guys can't respond in real time but if you want to tweet me or instagram me at vodka melanie let me know what kind of you know stuff you guys like to um watch during the holidays do you have any movie or television show traditions that you like to do this time of year let me know I'd be really interested to hear about that (laughs) um Man, I, to switch gears here, I, with the colder weather and everything, um, and just kind of thinking about the past year, um, you know, my hands have been really dry, feet been looking rough, and I remember I haven't had my nails done since January, maybe February, I guess around my birthday, um, and I was just like, man, back in the day, I used to have my nails done all the time. Every two weeks, I was in the chair getting that petty, getting the full set with the acrylics, and just living my best life, you know? <laughs> I mean, I it was just a habit, and I felt naked if I didn't have my nails on um, or my toes done. But I've been, honestly, I think with COVID and everything, I definitely got out of that habit of going routinely I've gone here and there like once things started to lift and feel a little more comfortable but I'm, I'm not going nowhere near as religiously as I used to and it kind of bums me out but also the thought of it 
it's just kind of like exhausting before you even go. People act like getting a pedicure and like getting your nails done is like this really nice zen relaxing experience. And really it's not. It's just like, you know, beauty maintenance stuff that you have to do. Like, you know, people get waxed and stuff. I get waxed. Like it's not something you really enjoy laying there doing, but you do it just like for the upkeep. But uh, I, I think I just tolerated it more when I was younger. It's like, well, let me just go and do this. And, you know, the outcome is always worth it. But as I've gotten older and then, you know, since COVID happened and it's just like such an effort to like go and just do everything. It's just kind of a pain in the ass, you know, sitting there lifting your foot, getting scrubbed to hell. It's like tickling and hurting at the same time. It's crowded. Sometimes you have to wait even with an appointment. Then you get moved, you know, with wet toes to a seat. And then you got to keep switching your hands and you got to sit there. And, you know, of course, in the end, it's all beautiful and you feel really cute or whatever. But the process is just it's just like another chore almost. And I've been seeing this sentiment in the beauty community quite a bit lately. So I know I'm not alone, but recently <laughs> I was thinking like, let me just treat myself. It's been a while. Let me go ahead and get my nails done. Now back you know, in the day when I was going religiously, I had a shop that I loved to go to. It was in Culver City. It was called Tony's Nails. And I went there for like seven years. Okay. I mean, every two weeks, unless something was like really drastically going on, I was there at Tony's. I loved it. Okay. It was off of like Sepulveda and Washington or something. I, I forget, maybe Venice. And you know, the prices were right. They did really good work. They had a lot of young people working in there. So like you could get, they're really good at doing like the interesting designs that you could find online. Cause it's kind of hard to like bring a photo in and have them actually be able to replicate it. Sometimes you bring it in and you leave with something completely different cause they don't really know how to do it. But I found with like this particular place with the younger kind of hipper, um, you know, uh, manicurists, they were able to, for the most part, do the few, you know, out, out of the box, like designs that I've wanted. And they've been really, really cute. And there's parking in the back. Um, it gets a little packed sometimes, but there was parking on the street with a meter. And I love that, you know, while you're in the chair, if you're running low, they go and use their own quarters and put it in the meter for you, which I thought was really, really nice. And, you know, Tony remembered my name and he was always like, you know, remembering stuff that I told him from visits before, like, oh, how's work and blah, 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 blah. He was just really, really cool. Again, went there for seven years. I remember once I was sitting in the pedicure chair and this woman walks in. I look up. It's freaking Shawnee O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal's ex-wife. And she sits in the seat right next to me. And it's just, <laughs> I mean... It was just kind of interesting because, um, first of all, like I said, I was in Culver City and it's not like I was in Beverly Hills or anything. I mean, she's Shaq's 
ex-wife I know she has money but you know so it was just kind of surreal but I remember she sat next to me and she was just like kind of on her phone she had a magazine with her and she had this really cute Gucci purse and I was just like oh wow I really like your purse it's really pretty and she was like oh thank you and she was just really really nice and I was like oh shit like I'm getting a pedicure next to like Shawnee O'Neal it was just really really cool so just that that was just like an experience I just like always held with me going there it's like yeah you know um, Shawnee O'Neal we go to the same nail salon (laughs) so there was that but towards the end of the seven year mark I mean as much as I'm raving about it it's like okay well why did you stop going right it just I don't know if they got more business which is great but it seemed to be getting like overly packed the weights were just kind of getting a little out of hand even if you had an appointment so you can make an appointment with Tony or whoever and it just seems like you'd be waiting like 45 minutes and it's like what's the point of an appointment I might as well just walked in and if you walk in god forbid it'd be like an hour or two hour wait if you wanted to and you know, it seemed like the prices were going up, quality was going down. But the worst part was Tony just, I don't know, his patience became like paper thin all of a sudden. He would like kind of rush people. He wouldn't be friendly. He was like basically very, very rude. He wasn't, you know, he tried, he'd treat me. Not that I expect the red carpet at this damn nail salon or anything, but he, I mean, he knew who I was. We interacted for years. He was just treating me like I was just anyone. And it wasn't even like a general anyone, you know, pleasant customer relation kind of thing. It was just he was just treating me like I was just bothering him. So I don't know what that was about. I kept giving it a try. I would go back and then, you know, take a little while and go back and see if maybe they're going through a rough patch. I don't know. But it was like consistently the same for several attempts that I went to get my nails done. And it was just to the point where it's like, I'm not going to give you my money, not get cute nails and be treated kind of crappy at that. So I stopped going there and trying to find another salon I mean we're inundated here in LA with nail salons but finding one that you can really stick to is is kind of a pain in the ass so (laughs) I um took a break for a while I remember kind of like putting an APB out to like women that I knew like online and just in real life like where do you go where do you go but you know either it was too far or I saw their Yelp and it didn't look like my type of place or you know they had weird hours and I couldn't really get in so I was just kind of left without a place to go for a long time and then um in 2019 I you know I think I was on Yelp or something and I was just like desperate to find a place and I found one called Ombre Nails and it was like off La Cienega and something and um it was pretty cool it had a nice parking structure above ground and below it was free it wasn't very big the appointment system was a little weird you had to like call the number and it, it was very clearly like someone's cell phone and I don't know it was just it was just kind of weird but they did a really good job and they also were really good at designs um, and it's it's so crazy because that's the salon one time I was getting my nails done where I uh, heard about Kobe Bryant's death so like you know his death is like one of those 
things in history where you remember where you were when you found out right so I remember um sitting there soaking my feet waiting for the girl to come over and do my pedicure and I was just scrolling online I think my friend uh, at the time text me like Kobe man Kobe with like a sad emoji and I was like huh and he was like Kobe died I was like no he didn't shut up and he was like yeah man they're saying he died in a helicopter crash and it was just you know news of him at that time and I remember being like oh my god oh my god and there was like a few women in there getting their nails done and then like a few texts and I remember saying, oh, my God, everybody. And they kind of looked at me. I was like, Kobe Bryant died. And nobody was really, like, moved about it. And I always found that very, very strange. Like, I'm not a basketball fan. But to hear, you know, someone like Kobe Bryant has passed away in a helicopter crash, that would kind of give me, you know, reason to be like, oh, my God. But they just kind of were, like, unfazed by it. So, I remember just kind of like Googling and like researching to see what happened. And I was just reading about the accident and about um, it was both him and Gigi. And it was just like, oh, my God. And it was just so it was just so surreal. So I'll always remember that salon for that. <laughs> and also, uh, shortly after that, or maybe around the same time, that's the same salon that I remember getting news about how serious COVID was. And that was also kind of scary. <laughs> and it was almost like a movie, like those apocalyptic um, disaster movies where the characters are like going about their business. They're like up getting breakfast for the kids. And then you got the TV on in the background. And the newscaster is like, this just in, you know, NASA says that there's a meteor uh, kilometers from Earth. They think it'll pass, but stay tuned. We'll keep you posted. And then you just see all these <laughs> these like background um news things and like you hear people talking about it in the background of the characters and then it turns out it's like Armageddon and it was kind of like that because I was sitting there and uh, one of the guys doing nails next to me he was kind of talking just out loud and he was like yeah you know uh there's like this illness going around in China and um you know they, they they're like it's in Wuhan and they don't know where it came from exactly but they're like closing off the border so that nobody can like leave it's like really serious and you know they don't want it to spread and then I remember him kind of being like yeah they'll probably contain it because they're very serious about closing off that border and I think he said they were like killing people at the border and I'm like oh my god so I remember kind of ear hustling on that and I'd, I'd heard about it before, but it was when he started talking about it. I remember I started getting a little nervous. And, you know, after that, that's all she wrote. But that's the last time I went to get my nails done. And I know that's like a very long winded thing to talk about. <laughs> but I say all that to say, like, I have not been really going. Um, and since I moved out of my neighborhood where I grew up, I've had to find one closer to me. And I did find a place, but the parking sucks. It's like $11 to park or I have to take a lift. They do good work, but it's hella expensive. And But it's, it's pristine work though. I mean, they're really worth every penny, but it, it was just getting very expensive. And, you know, I just, I wasn't going routinely, but um, 
this week <laughs> I got the urge to go and I was like you know what I'm like I don't want like the parking or you know the fact that it's like hard to navigate that area of town to deter me I'm like there's a hundred places I can go I'm like why don't I just go somewhere like by my job or something like just go to the mall or something and and get them done so I decided to go to the mall and <sighs> It was like all things were pointing towards just get your ass back in the car, Mel. I decided to go after work. I planned it. I brought flip flops with me. I go to the mall. I park. I walk in. And in this mall, you can go through Macy's and go up the escalator to get to the level where you need to be. And it's right outside the Macy's. So I go in and I'm like, all right, let me just go. I'll be happy when I get it done. They close at nine, um, nine o'clock and it's like six. So I go, go in the Macy's, go to the escalator. It's shut down. It's not moving. So I'm like, shit. In that moment, I almost just went back to my car because I was like, I was like, I don't even feel like, like, do they even have an elevator? Like, I don't, I don't like, what am I going to do? And I flagged down someone after like 10 minutes of wandering around because I've never used the elevator in there. So I didn't know where it was. I asked this kid, I'm like, where's the elevator? And he just kind of gestures like, oh, it's over there. And I'm like, okay, thank you. So I'm wandering around more this woman sees me looking lost she's like oh can I help you and I'm like I'm looking for the elevator she's like oh it's over there so I go to the elevator I'm waiting on it it's like a freight elevator so it's taking like a hundred years plus their escalators out so people are probably using and abusing it right so I get on it finally I'm with a few other people it takes off I swear to god I'm thinking I'm gonna be launched into outer space it's so fast and rickety that everyone just kind of starts grabbing the wall and I'm like oh my god like please like why am I here I don't need my nails done this bad and that was like the longest elevator ride of my life and we only went up one floor so the door is open we're all like climbing over each other to basically just get the hell out of the elevator I'm on the floor I'm walking through the top floor of Macy's to get to the mall entrance and I this girl comes around the corner and I hear her cussing somebody out this bitch thinks I'm stealing I'll set this motherfucker off don't play with me I'm like oh my god like I'm like I should just turn around but I made it that far I'm like look I'm already in the mall let me just keep going let me just push past her you know just don't look her in the eye you know I'm like let's just go so I'm, I'm pushing pushing I go out the Macy's the uh, nail salon is, is like right out there and as I'm walking towards it I see the lights are off and I'm like uh, I'm like maybe they're saving energy I don't know let's go <laughs> so obviously I knew that they were closed but I walked up just to see if there was a sign or anything there was no sign there was nothing nothing at all the lights were just off I'm checking online again and looking at their hours are supposed to be open um at that time of day so I don't know what was going on maybe I don't know their holiday hours rolled over and they didn't post it I don't know but I made that trek for absolutely no freaking reason and I was just very very annoyed and I just can't help but think about the fact that the universe was literally placing these things in my way like girls just turn around they're not even open before I even realized so that was kind of like a um a bust and I don't know when I'll try again <laughs> to go but I, I really want them done and I'm, I'm not a DIY kind of girl 
I'm a very much have it done kind of girl with everything. So I'm not about to sit here and do my own nails, paint my toes, none of that. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll figure it out. I just thought that was kind of funny. A little anecdote for (laughs) y'all. It was probably like the best thing to happen anyway, because I really do need to be saving money. It is that time of year. Gift giving, you know, is where it's at. And I'm never good about I've seen people say this, like you should really just throughout the year, if you see something for someone, you know, that they would like just snag it, even if it's February, March, whatever, just get it, hold on to it rather than try to go shopping for everyone when Christmas season comes because it's just stressful and you know, I, I just, I never stick to it. It sounds like a brilliant idea. I just, I've never been able to be on top of it. So now I'm like, okay, who's on my list? What do I got to get? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my God. So, and then this year I have three extra people to get gifts for, which would be blue and then his two teenage sons. So that's just like adding to the list. So I'm like, oh my God. And it's funny because I was asking Blue, I'm like, you know, what do you think like they would like for Christmas? Did they let you know? And he was like, uh, you could just ask them. And I'm like, I'm like, but I'm asking you. Like, I don't know why I'm like so nervous to like talk to these kids directly, like without him facilitating it. But I really like that he's kind of just encouraging like the communication with me and them. Like it makes me feel really good. So, um, I was like, all right. So I kind of pinned that and I'm like, okay, when I get a chance, like I'll, I'll ask them. So, um, it's funny because, uh, Friday night, uh, blue is out of town for work and he called me, uh, Friday evening and he was like, you know, are you doing anything? Are you just kind of like hanging out tonight? And I was like, yeah. And in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, like I'll be at home. My mom was planning to come over and like do like girls night. So he was like, well, um, I was wondering, you know, Friday's usually pizza night for me and the boys. And, um, you know, since I'm gone, I was wondering if you, you know, would be uh, open to like just going over there and getting pizza with them and just hanging out. And immediately I'm just like flooded with just like great feeling because it's like, wow, like, first of all, you trust me to like go over there, spend time with them when he's out of town um, and just kind of like bond with them a little bit. And I was just like really, really like happy that he would even suggest that. But at the same time, I was like, you know, well, my mom is coming over and we've been like kind of planning it or whatever. Um, so I felt bad. Like, I don't want to like flake on my mom at the end of the day. Like, I'm pretty sure I know she'd be like, okay with it, but you know, it was kind of last minute and you know, we were like just a couple of hours out from her being over there. So, you know, I, I did tell him, I was like, I was like, oh my God, I would love to. I was like, but my mom's coming over and he was like, oh, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. He was like, it was a last minute ask, but I told him, I was like, okay, I can, um, you know, maybe just order them pizza and just have it sent so that they can like eat. And they're old enough to like stay by themselves, like really for like a night or two, like it's, they're not like little babies, they're teenagers. So, um, you know, they didn't need me to go watch them, but you know, I was like, I'll go send them some food. Like I'll, I'll order pizza. So he was like, okay, great. So he gave me their numbers. I could like coordinate with them. 
And I don't know why I was so like nervous to call them directly because it's like we hadn't talked on the phone. I haven't really seen them since we went to the movies um, a few months ago. And I was like, what do I say? Like, hey, you know, it's, it's your dad's special friend. How are you? Like, it just felt kind of awkward. Um, and I don't feel old, but I'm sure I'm like old and uncool to, you know, a 17 year old and a 15 year old. Like I'm, I'm certain of it. Right. So <laughs> I just call them and I'm like, Hey, you know, it's Melanie, your dad's friend. And, you know, he was like, Hey, how you doing? And he was, he's, I mean, just, he's, he, they both were super sweet when I met them. So I don't know why I was like tripping. It's just been like some time between then and now, um, and it's it, it was just like all in my own head because I overthink everything. So um, I just let them know like, hey, you know, I, I was going to send you guys some pizza, you know, get you guys fed for the night. You know, you just want to let me know what you guys want. So he was like, yeah, cool. So he was on his way home and he was talking to his uh, had to talk to his brother about what they wanted. So they let me know <laughs> that they wanted um, first they said dominoes and I was like, OK, I can send them some dominoes that's fine um and I told them like just text me you know what you want me to order you and I'll, I'll have that sent as soon as I can so while I was waiting for them I called Domino's um because I hadn't really I don't think I've ever sent someone a pizza and pay for it and I wasn't sure if they needed to see like my card or something so I called just to make sure like I could send it and it wouldn't be an issue if I wasn't there and I and she said it was fine but then she also mentioned that it was going to be like a three hour wait uh, for the pizza. So I was like, OK, thank you. I hung up with her and I was in the middle of texting the boys like it's going to take a long time, um, you know, for Domino's. In that same moment, he texts me like, hey, we changed our minds. We want Blaze pizza. And I'm like, OK, so they sent me this order and it's like these two large pizzas and um two cokes and like a brownie thing and like all these toppings and stuff and i'm like oh my god and i'm like man they really are growing boys i'm like they're probably gonna eat all of this too so <laughs> i was like wow i just felt like i don't know i just felt very it just felt good to like just like take care of them and get them fed and like uh, make them happy for the night so um I ended up sending the pizza and everything was all good and they were just so appreciative of it um and it was just I don't know it just made me feel good that he trusted me to just kind of like take care of them in that small little way um but also while I had them and while we were in communication I definitely talked to them about like what they would want for Christmas and it's just so funny because it's like they're definitely teens like they're sending me like Nike shoes that they wanted and you know just like things like like toys and just little gadgets and stuff that I've never even heard of and I definitely felt old trying to google it but um I definitely have exactly what I'm gonna get them um so I'm just I'm just excited about that it's excited to get them those gifts and just kind of broach you know the idea of like you know us you know kind of moving toward being like a little unit a little bit 
starting now and then going into the future so it's just I don't know it's just like good vibes I'm just I'm just really happy that he just like even trusts me to even communicate with them like that and he's not facilitating it or like monitoring that or like hovering over that he's just kind of like yeah just reach out to them and you know you guys do your thing so like he checked in later like how you know did the boys you know did they get their food blah 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 and it was just I don't know it was just really really nice so that just made me happy and they're just such good boys and he's such a good father and it's just I don't know it's just good all the way around <laughs> I I've never really seriously dated a man with kids if I did it was just like very brief and they were little kids like toddlers you know and they were like splitting custody like the kid wasn't really with them you know half the time um or a lot of the time at all but with blue like he is the sole provider they are with him all the time and they're much older you know you can't just give them a teddy bear and they'll be fine you know and they're um, young men and they're their own people and you know they they have their thoughts and their opinions and I'm really gonna have to you know really truly get to know them have them get to know me so I'm just excited about that it's a nice step in the right direction I feel <laughs> so I can check those three off my gift giving list I already know what I'm gonna get them got my mom taken care of got some other people taken care of so um, times like this, it does pay to have a small immediate family because you're not having to get like 20 plus gifts <laughs> and everything can be kind of kept uh, pretty simple. So that's what I'll be working on in the week ahead. I hope everybody else has a smooth uh, shopping experience for their loved ones for Christmas if you celebrate. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll check y'all out next time. Bye. Hey guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate it. Now there's a new episode every Sunday, so be sure to come on back for another round of Vodka Melonade. Bye.